Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Chapter 4. Waking Up Time passes. Even when it seems impossible, even when each tick of the second hand aches like the pulse of blood behind a bruise. It passes unevenly, in strange lurches and dragging lulls, but pass it does, even for me. I'm Vanessa Zoltan. And I'm Julia Arkey. And this is Hot and Bothered, Twilight and Quarantine. One of my updates is going to be that time passes, so... Oh, wow. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, I forgot the time passed, but Bella was like, no, no, time passes. And I was like, oh, you didn't get that time passes from all of those otherwise blank pages. But for the months that didn't register with you, I thought I had understood it. But Bella repeating it, I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Queen of clarity. Besides time passing, do you want to recap what else happened in this chapter? Over 30 seconds. It will pass as 30 seconds. Okay, on your mark, get set, go. So Charlie confronts Bella about her depression and she says, I'm not going to a therapist and I'm not going to see Renee because maybe I'll forget about Edward and that will be so sad. And then she tries to convince Charlie she's not depressed by asking Jessica to a movie. She proceeds to like stand in the snack line for the entire movie, occasionally see a zombie get murdered. She walks out and then she goes to approach a group of scary men because it gives her some kind of adrenaline high by imagining Edward telling her don't like go talk to scary men. And then Jessica gets right mad at her. You did great. Thank you. I am very confused about the Edward vision. So it's not magic. It's not some version of Edward that's actually appearing. I don't have a clear answer on that. I think we have to wait for like the Midnight Sun sequel to see if Edward is actually astral projecting to try to save Bella's life. What What is astro projecting? It's astral projecting. It's like a hologram. Oh. But you you send your soul out. Cool. <laughs> have I ever done it by accident? I mean, I haven't ever tried to approach a group of scary men in a bar, but I'm sure if I did, you would astral project and say, no, Julia, don't do it. I totally would. I'd be like, what are you doing? (laughs) Shut it down. Go home. (laughs) Okay. Do you want to count me in? Three, two, one, go. 
So Charlie is like genuinely concerned. Bella is like, there's no reason to be concerned. I'm getting really good grades. I read calculus for fun. Bella apparently spent like one week being sad and then was like, no more sad. No feelings. Dead inside feelings. And um, and then this like exploration with Jessica is about her waking back up. She's like, oh, feelings. Now that I've thought of Edward and heard his voice, am I going to like deal with the repercussions of really feeling and missing him? And so it seems as though some sort of transition period is ending. I give more of an emotional review of yeah. the chapter. I feel like together with the plot and the emotions, we've really covered it. OK, breaking news. Do you have any? Do I need to do the sound effect? Yeah, please do the sound effect. Okay. Um, do, do, do. Okay. Mike has been asking Bella out every Friday for October, November, December, January. Is that what he's been doing? I was confused. He's been saying, are you coming to work tomorrow? I think he's asking if she's working because if she's free, he's going to try to go on a date with her. I think that they work the same shift and he's like, oh, am I going to see you tomorrow? Like, I agree with you that he's like trying the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. And like, it's weird. But I don't think he's like literally asking her on a date. (laughs) He's just really hung up on the scheduling. (laughs) I'm going to send Mike a Google Calendar. (laughs) We don't have it in the budget for you to send a care package to Mike. It can come out of my own personal savings. He seems extremely confused. This has been going on for months. It's called a planner, Mike. He can get one. (laughs) What about you? What's your breaking news? Uh, I have so much breaking news. The movie about the woman president is not out anymore. Breaking Mm -hmm. news. Bella's like, hey, Jessica, you want to go to a movie even though I haven't talked to you in months? I just like need to use you to get Charlie off my back. And Jessica's like, fine, I guess we can go to a movie. What movie do you want to see? And Bella's like, that one about the woman president. And Jessica's like, that movie hasn't been out in forever. And so breaking news, everyone, the woman president movie is out of theaters. Also, women presidents are out of vogue. It's never going to happen. We flirted with it for a minute. And then we were like, no. So that's my breaking news. I think this is. Like, if I were like, hey, Vanessa, do you want to see Avatar, that movie about blue people? (laughs) (laughs) So you think it's like 10 years old, that it hasn't been out since Bella was eight. (laughs) (laughs) I do have one more piece of breaking news, though, that there is use of the word Twilight. I noticed that. In this chapter, Bella says that the film screening will be at Twilight. And I'm like, I'm very curious about the newspaper where you got that information. She's like on Edward time. Meet me at sunset. (laughs) The movie's at twilight. So like the movie theater published screening of zombie movie time. Twilight. Maybe this is just how Forks operates. Like no one knows how to read an analog clock. And they're like, just have to go by the sun. (laughs) Yeah. So breaking news, films start at twilight. Did you have a moment of genuine enjoyment? I did. Bella goes to school early to get Charlie off her back, and she mentions how she got a good parking spot. And I forgot that that was, like, a thing that happened in high school, like, having to, like, deal with a parking spot and trying to get a quote-unquote good one, as though, like, parking another 30 feet away is a big problem in your life. I really enjoyed that little flashback to what my life was like in high school. Reminiscing. Nostalgia all the things. What did you enjoy in this chapter? I really liked spending time with Jessica. 
again. I love that she called out Bella, that she was like, why do you want to talk to me all of a sudden? Do you need help with calculus? And yet when Bella asks her to go out, she like does the nice thing and goes. But she isn't disingenuous about it. And I feel like Bella is being really judgmental of Jessica and is like basically using her for her chattiness while judging her chattiness, which I find really obnoxious. But Jessica is just like being Jessica and she's a good person who also has self-respect. And I really enjoyed spending time with her. Great to see her again. I missed her after whatever happened last spring in which Bella stopped going to school for pages on it. 
So let it be you. Like, you can just offer up your time to her. He also starts the conversation by banging his fist on the table and then saying he's kicking her out. Yeah. It's very aggressive. <laughs> yeah. Like, there, there's just, like, much more reasonable ways to have this conversation. I totally agree. He also kind of flexes on her when he's like, when your mom left me, I was fine and I didn't need a therapist, but you need one. <laughs> it's just not that helpful. And, like, also clearly not true that he didn't need a therapist because he still has the wedding photos up. <laughs> so, like, he did need some intervention here. Yeah. What second piece of advice do you have? My second piece of advice is... There is a romantic female lead in the movie and Bella no longer relates to her. (laughs) And she says, it was depressing to realize that I wasn't the heroine anymore, that my story was over. So my advice to Bella is to read some books in which there are heroines of stories that are not about romantic relationships, of which there are plenty, because I can't believe I even have to like say this explicitly, but like you don't have to have a romantic pair to be a hero. It's An ancient, ancient wrong belief. (laughs) So here's my reading list for her. I think the My Brilliant Friend series by Elena Ferrante, female friendship. It has a little bit of romance, but it's mostly just about like women. That would be great. My Year of Rest and Relaxation by Atesha Moshveg. Great representation of depression and Bella sleeping all the time and drugging yourself. All things Bella are very interested in. Barely a romance in sight. A book called Lab Girl in which a female scientist is obsessed with trees and talks all about her STEM work and her research in academia as Bella is a woman in STEM and knows everything about cells and now calculus. I think this would be really inspiring for her. And last on my list was The Vegetarian by Han Kong, which is a great short novel that Bella would love. Also about being sedentary. So there's your reading list, Bella. Do your reading, get back to me. Heroines can be doing other things and kissing boys. Amen. Vanessa, what's your second piece of advice? My second piece of advice is for Bella. I would like to advise her to wallow. She seems to have skipped the wallowing phase of this breakup. And because of that, she has skipped to a very prolonged depression. And it seems as though Bella is predisposed to depression and, like, that is not anybody's fault. Like, you have depression and that is a real thing. But I also just think it's really important to let yourself feel the negative feelings. And it seems to me that Bella interrupted that after a few days. She was, like, embarrassed by it and was like, okay, I'm going to commit myself to being doing really well in school and just, like, moving forward. And that doesn't work. If you skip emotions, they're going to come back and haunt you later. Mm. And so I would just like to give the advice that, like, it's okay to spend a couple months being, like, really sad. So what are the appropriate stages of post-breakup? Yeah, I think, like, eating a lot of ice cream. That's step one. Yep. (laughs) Get dumped. Immediately eat ice cream. Yes. You get dumped, immediately go buy your favorite ice cream in large quantities and eat it all. Then rent all the sad movies that'll make you cry and watch them all. Then listen to songs that remind you of the person on repeat for days. Claire de Lune. Claire de Lune all the time. Just listen to Claire de Lune, fall asleep to it. Cry, cry, cry. Don't go out with anybody who won't only let you talk about it for like three to four weeks. (laughs) 
Also, like, no underwire bras while wallowing. Mm -hmm. Like, only elastic things should be, like, on your body. I love that for Bella. So that's my advice. Just, like, be super sad. That's great advice. I'm impressed with you on that one. Thank you. Thank you. I've been dumped. (laughs) (laughs) Vanessa, what are you going to put in Bella's care package this week? So I would like to put a metaphor in her care package. We've talked about this before with Marin that Bella might need therapy and she just needs to figure out a way to talk about Edward. And I would just like to offer this metaphor idea to Bella because I think that you can still talk to your therapist without using the word vampire and just try this. Julia, will you play the therapist? Sure. Okay. Hi, I'm Bella. Hi, I'm your therapist. What's going on? So my boyfriend left me. He was 51 years old and I am 18 and I miss him so much. It is very true love and I wish he hadn't left. (laughs) I don't wish he hadn't left. That sounds great. Let's figure out if you need a Zoloft. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. See, it it would really work. (laughs) I'm just slipping in one of my care package items, which was going to be a Zoloft. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, this is such a good care package. Metaphors, Zolofts, amazing. Um, You have something else for the care package, not just a Zoloft? Yeah, the other thing I was going to, wow, I'm really giving Bella a long reading list, but the other thing I was going to send her was a book called The Body Keeps Score, which is a very famous book about trauma and its impacts on your physical health. And when she sees the men who remind her of the stalkers it's like straight out of the pages of that book she says she's talking about when she had been stalked earlier that particular part of that particular evening was just a blur my body remembered it better than my mind did the tension in my legs as i tried to decide whether or not to run or stand my ground the dryness in my throat as i struggled to build a decent scream the tight stretch of skin across my knuckles as i clenched my hands into fists The chills on the back of my neck as the dark-haired man called me sugar. So this is like total trauma response. And the book really goes into detail about how like when you have a traumatic experience, you can often want to go back to an experience that reminds you of that because that feels comfortable to you and ways to deprogram that. And as it seems like she's increasingly getting into like getting herself in dangerous situations, I think that book would be a good stopgap from her, like, actually, I don't know, being an 18-year-old who entered a bar full of scary men called, like, the One-Eyed Pig or whatever it was called. Yeah. That's great. And I just added that to my to-read list because I have not read that before. And it sounds really interesting. You, me, and Bella. Little book club. Amazing. Oh, Bella, let's meet on Zoom. So what do you think is going to happen next chapter? I think that Bella is going to realize that she likes the feeling of adrenaline, but she's going to be like, there are healthy ways and unhealthy ways to do this. So she is going to try things like a video game console at home where it's like high adrenaline. I don't know anything about video games, but like maybe like murdering zombies or whatever. And she'll like get that fix without actually putting herself in danger. And then maybe she'll like start riding her like bicycle around the neighborhood. And every once in a while, she'll try to like let go of the handlebars, you know, like 
things that give you a little bit of a rush but are perfectly safe. So I hate to break it to you, but I do think something like that happens. Like, I think you could be correct. Really? She buys a video game console? Uh, She doesn't turn into a gamer girl, but there is bikes of one kind or another. And she does this safely? Like helmets? No, absolutely not. Of course not. She tries to die. She's tried to die this whole series. Like, Yeah. (laughs) Well, I feel like you weren't listening to what I think is going to (laughs) happen. I think that safety is going to happen. Yeah. Well, you're wrong about that one. She's going to go like cliff jumping at a place where people go cliff jumping a lot. And it's like very safe. And there's like a very deep thing. Does she literally go cliff jumping? Yeah. That's like the climax of the book. Wow. I'm so (laughs) smart. This has been Twilight and Quarantine, a Zoloft prescription from Hot and Bothered. This episode and all episodes are executive produced by Ariana Nettleman and produced by Ariana Martinez. This show was conceived of as a vampire baby by Julia Argy, and I'm Vanessa Zoltan, and I'm on Zoloft. We are a production of Not Sorry Productions and are distributed by Acast. I am on Zoloft. It's great. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com